0: What's up, Enzymes Church? This is your brother Nico, and welcome to the Rumble River Podcast. Um, today is October 16th. I know yesterday I had uh, posted about the uh, whether masturbation is a sin or not, but today has been—I want to talk about something else. Since it's October, and in a couple of weeks, uh, the uh, holiday of Halloween is upon us. Um, I've spoken about this before if you go back in um, the archives for the episodes I speak on why Christians should not celebrate Halloween and I go into detail about the beginnings of of Halloween where the roots is and where some of the roots of some of the traditions that we have and why believers should not celebrate Halloween Uh, this year um, It's been brought to my attention, you know, that there is a thing called Jesus Ween, where you take the name of Jesus and add on Ween. And uh, Jesus Ween, also known as World Evangelism Day, is a global Christian gift-giving festival, a season to share the gospel and God's love to all mankind. Where in the Bible are we commanded to do this? Um, I think personally, this is my opinion, I think this is blasphemous. And I think that the Bible proves that and, and even history proves that this is this is wrong. So Jesus Ween was created so that Christians can still participate in Halloween and, or to or also to replace it. If you go to Jesusween.com, they actually have a website for this. It's, it describes what it is. And there's also a video that tells you about how it all started. It, um, and I don't know. Um, I just don't see it in the Bible where this is correct, but this is okay. Uh, some argue that Halloween was started by the church. Well, what church started it? Was it the biblical Christian church? No. It was the Catholic church that started this. Um so, so what actually happens on Jesus week? Well, according to what this website says, they're asking believers to pass along a gospel track or a Bible along with their Halloween candy. Now, this kind of also reminds me of trunk and treats uh, at church you know, where they have, they have already seen several churches already in my city advertising trunk and tree. And they say it's a safe place for people to come and all that. And, you know, and also it's a way to supposedly evangelize uh, those who are lost. Also, another tradition that Jesus Ween says is that uh, they're asking for people and children to not dress like anything fearful or scary, but uh, for something that is not scary anything i guess a superhero uh, a movie character uh, a cute puppy anything just that it's not scary i watched a a news clip if you look if you go on youtube and just type in jesus wing you'll see these videos that i saw and you and you should follow up and and follow them just type it in there and you'll see and and follow and, and and listen to what these people are saying uh one person that was uh, quoted saying that Jesus' wing is about spreading that Jesus' wing is, a, is something that we're, is about spreading a more positive message. Now, I agree that the gospel is much more uh, positive and it's much more needed than to scare people and all of that. I, I agree with that. And that Halloween is about kids having fun and and but uh, man at, at what cost at the cost of their soul i don't think i think the price is too high um, they also there was a man in this in a video i watched by the name of irving hexman who quoted saying jesus ween is about uh, excuse me halloween is about kids having fun there's no real connection to anything pagan this is what this brainiac says. This this historical scholar this person that they and I just sit there and think like they're trying to push this agenda of Jesus I mean, Yeah, why would you not get some some smart guy? Hey, 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 smart guy, tell these people that there's nothing uh pagan about Halloween than that. It's okay. But yet we got the Bible. We have the word that says otherwise. But people will want to have their cake and eat it too. Well, what's their cake? The cake is Halloween and eat it too. They want to be Christian. So this is a way of blending a pagan holiday with Christianity. And all we have to do is look in history. This is history repeating itself. Um, Another thing I wanted to point out is that... Christian businesses, Christian churches, uh, that celebrate Halloween or want to celebrate Jesus Ween or are involved in trunk and treat, uh, this is a way for them to make extra money. You know, the, the Christian businesses can sell more tracks, more Bibles, or even Halloween themed candy, Halloween theme, uh, or Christian themed, uh, costumes, um, it's also a way for churches to draw new members. and with new members comes money. So it's a way, it's a money making thing. but and, and it reminds me of when Jesus cleared the temple, he Jesus cleared out the temple. And, and called it a, the people that turned it into a den of thieves because they made it into a business. And even in the Bible, it says that in the end times that they, you have to be careful to not allow for people to make us merchandise, to, to, to use us to make money. Yes, we should uh, help out. A local church because it costs money to keep the lights on and keep the air conditioning on and to pay the pastors and to, and to pay for all these things that 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 the church provides I agree with that 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 we should support our local churches that we go to but at what expense at what expense so I started to think like what would what do pagans have to say about this what do people who really religiously, believe in Halloween. What do they think about Christians invading their holiday? So I went on YouTube and I, and I found a a video by this, um, guy, his channel is, uh, Tetsubo57. It's T-E-T-S-U-B-O-5-7. And this gentleman, you know, he, he, he explains that, you know, he's a pagan and that he hollow, he celebrates Halloween or Samhain as it's also called. Um, And he kind of shared that what pagans feel. They kind of feel as if Christians are trying to invade their holiday and they are, let's say, they already have Christmas, which is winter solstice. They already have All Saints Day, which is the first of November and they have Easter and they have all this other stuff. Why are they trying to come into Halloween? Even the pagans, even the Satanists are saying, why are you celebrating this holiday? Because it's not Christian. It's not a Christian holiday. The the church would make you think that, but it's not. Um, uh, He also, uh, this gentleman mentioned All Saints' Day, which is the day after Halloween. Um, It actually was created on May 13th, 609 AD, by Pope uh, Boniface IV. The Catholic Church, the Lutheran Church, the Methodist Church, and even some Reformed churches celebrate All Saints' Day. Um, I looked this up on uh, Wikipedia, uh, a little bit more information in regards to All Saints Day. And what the observances of All Saints Day is a church service, a mass, and praying for the dead in visiting cemeteries. And, and also it says that Wiki, uh, Wikipedia says that All Saints Day is related to Halloween, All Souls Day, or the Day of the Dead. But what does the Bible have to say about this? Well, if we look in Hebrews chapter nine, verse 27, the word says, and as it is appointed for men to die once, but after this, the judgment. So after we pass away here, we go to be judged. The dead, after they're dead, have no recollection or Uh, uh, or know what's going on here and nor can they hear us nor praying to them or praying for them will help them once life is finished it's over you're judged and then you will be sorted out whether you go to heaven or you go to hell depending on whether you have faith in Christ and you've repented of your sins so praying for the dead and doing anything for the dead is pointless They're in a different place. They're not with us. They're not here spiritually. They're not here. Um, All this stuff about the, the veil being thinner and all that stuff. Look, I don't know if that's true or not. But I can tell you what is true. And the word says here that as it is appointed for men to die once, but after this, the judgment. So after we've all, we all have our appointment, some sooner than others. But we all have an appointment with God and that day will come we will pass away and meet him face to face and he will judge our life and then it will be determined where we will spend eternity. Praying for the dead is futile, is, uh, futile. it's pointless and it's not in the Bible. So if you're a Christian, don't pray to or for the dead. Because they're not here, and it's pointless. It's the same thing. Uh, this all goes back, I, I, and I, I just just came to my mind, and I know I'm probably going to step on some toes. Uh, this this reminds me of the worship of the Virgin Mary. Now, in the Bible, it says that Mary it was be blessed forever. She was the, the the woman chosen to give birth to the physical incarnation incarnation of God, the human form of God. But never in the Bible are we commanded to pray to her or worship her. She has passed away just like all of us. And she's in another place. And she's in heaven. But she is not a deity. And she is not to be worshipped. If anything, the last words you read about uh, from Mary were at uh, uh, during the, um, the party where Jesus turns water to wine and he says, do whatever he says. Gee, Mary says "There commands, tells us, I mean, I know he was telling, but if you look at it, tells us, do whatever Jesus tells, tells you to do. And that's the last words you hear of Mary. She never, she's never heard from or quoted from again. You hear she's there, but she's never speaks again or quoted from in the Bible. So do whatever he says. It's what Mary tells us to do. And Jesus says to believe in him and to repent of our sins. We can also look in the book of Luke, chapter 16, verses 19 through 31. So when you read about this, this is the parable of the the talents or the minus. And you read in 19, it says, likewise, he said to him, you also be over the five cities. Then another came, saying, "Master, here is your mina which I have kept, uh, put away in a handkerchief, for I feared you, because you are an austere man; you collect what you did not deposit and reap what you did not sow." And he said to him, "Out of your own mouth I will judge you, you wicked servant! You knew that I was an austere man, collecting what I do not, what I did not deposit and reaping what I did not sow." When, why then did you put my money in the bank that at my coming, I might, uh, why did you not put my money in the bank that at my coming, I might have collected with the interest. And he said to him, those, uh, to those who stood by, take the minor from him and give it to, uh, and give it to him who has 10 minas. But they said to him, master, he has 10 minus verse 26, for I say to you that everyone who has will be given and from him who does not have even he has he what he has excuse me i'm sorry let me start verse 26 for i say to you that to everyone who has will be given and from him who does not have even what he has will be taken away from him but bring here those enemies of mine who did not want me to reign over them and slay them before me oops i think i read the wrong book my mistake. i read verse chapter 19 my bad i i finally came back to verse to, excuse me to chapter 16 verse 19 and this is actually the story of the rich man and lazarus now uh, you, you read about the, st- the story of the rich man and Lazarus. The rich man, of course, lived a very lavish and comfortable life. Lazarus was a poor man and they both died. And when they both died, the poor man went to heaven and the um, rich man went to hell. Now, um, there's a part where the rich man sees over a giant gap or a chasm. That Lazarus is with Abraham and says hey can you send Lazarus over to at least put a drop of water on my tongue and Abraham tells him no and then the rich man says can you please send Lazarus to go uh, tell my my family so that way they don't have to come here and suffer and Abraham tells him no they have the prophets in the word and if they don't believe that then that's on them so what uh, what the what chapter 16 of Luke is proving is that when we pass away, we have no connection. There's no way that I can, for example, let's say I pass away, that somehow my spirit or my ghost will manifest and tell my wife or my kids something. The Bible says that now some might say well what about ghosts and what about apparitions what about mediums I'm like all of that is sorcery and those opera- those manifestations and all of those kinds of things i believe they're demons i because the bible says that when we pass away we're judged and then we're gone we're in eternity and the spirit realm and the physical realm are two different places and they're separate and even in in, in eternity heaven and hell. There's a separation, there's differences. And praying for the dead, praying to the dead is pointless and futile. And uh, against the Bible, nowhere is it, are we commanded by God to pray to or for the dead. Therefore it's wrong, therefore it's sin, therefore you need to repent. So praying to or for the dead is not a biblical concept. We should pray for ourselves, and we should pray for others, but not for the souls of the dead people, of dead people. They're, they've already died, went to their appointment, and they're in eternity. Uh, anyway, back to Halloween. Halloween's roots date back to the ancient festival of Samhain, which is... I don't understand. It's spelled S-A-M-H-A-I-N, but it's pronounced Samhain, like S-O-W-I-N. Anyway, uh, by the 9th century, the influence of Christianity, a.k.a. the Catholic Church, not true biblical Christianity, had spread uh, even to the Celtic lands because Samhain and Halloween began in the Celtic lands. And they blended Halloween and All Saints Day. They blended these holidays so that they could bring in these pagans under the church. And isn't that what's happening now? They've created Jesus' wing to try to bring in pagan people and bring them into church instead of just giving them sound doctrine, instead of just giving them the gospel because they don't believe that what Romans 1.16 says. And Romans 1.16 says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes. They don't believe that this gospel of Christ is the power of God to salvation. So they think, oh, well, we need to get, we need to like draw people in. Well, let's draw them in with Halloween and give them candy and then throw in a little uh religion in there with with tracks and stuff like that I'm sorry man I just I don't see how this is Christian this is uh you know I, I'm not condemning anybody here God will one day judge everyone accordingly so if you continue to do Jesus wean or Halloween hey that's on you you've been warned you've been told I've done my part. I felt it uh, and I believe, not only do I feel, but I believe that the Lord is calling people to repent from celebrating Halloween and celebrating holidays, holy days that are not biblical. Some might argue, well, the Bible teaches that, you know, some uh, revere one day holy and some others not. Okay, but... What does light have to do with darkness? What does, light, what does life have to do with death? If you're in Christ, you're in the light and you're alive. And when you pass away from this world, you're, you're going to be alive forever. But what does, what does light, what does life have to do with death? Uh, you know, for us, Christians, believers, eternal life began the day that you gave your life to Jesus. And then once you, and, 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 and dying doesn't stop that eternal life. It continues. And now you're continuing eternity and and all of us will, will live, but it's where will we go? Will we be a spiritually alive and be with God in paradise or will we be spiritually dead and, and and be in the lake of fire for all eternity and separated from our God? So in conclusion... Jesus-ween and Halloween and All Saints Day are not biblical concepts. Uh, they were started by the Catholic Church. And now there's other non- uh, or Protestant denominations like uh, the Lutherans and the Ma- uh, Methodists, um, which I kind of think that they're they're just catholic light. They're not as, you know, they're just, or they're not so quite so Catholic, but they they do they practice still very many Catholic uh, traditions. And, you know, we need to separate ourselves from that. I know there's going to be people who, who claim that, oh, well, the Catholic Church is the Mother Church. Well, I don't read in the Bible that there's a, a Mother Church or anything. Uh, I do read that there's a Father uh, God. And he's commanded us to worship him and to worship him in the spirit and in truth. This Jesus wean is not in truth or the spirit. It may have good intentions, but there's a saying that says that the road to hell is paved by good intentions. And also, the Bible says that the road that leads to destruction is wide and it's big and that many, 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 many people are on it. But that the road to righteousness, the road to heaven is very narrow and very few find it. We want to be those that are the few that find that narrow road that leads to eternal life. But if you want to continue to have your cake and eat it, you still want to call yourself a Christian and celebrate Halloween. You're more than welcome to it. God will judge you accordingly. Not me. I'm nobody. I'm here to, to warn Christians. I'm not here to warn non-believers. I'm here to warn believers to not celebrate Jesus Ween, to not celebrate Halloween, and to not participate in trunk and treat. They have nothing to do with the church, nothing to do with the Bible. It is a man-made tradition created by men and they want to just slap Jesus on there and make it okay but it's not okay Halloween has pagan roots roots think about it roots think about a plant the Bible says that that um, a, a bad tree doesn't produce good fruits and a good tree doesn't produce bad fruit so what makes you think that the quote-unquote tree of Halloween which is evil which has roots in evil will somehow produce good fruit I just don't see it. In fact, if you look in history, Halloween was actually outlawed in the United States for a very long time, and then it was it was legalized. And then you look over history, and all the children. It's supposed to be a, a supposedly a, a a holiday that's geared towards kids, but how many children die every year from being poisoned, kidnapped? Uh, raped and murdered on Halloween or even before, just like this year, I've read a, a, um, there was an article that somewhere, I forget where in the United States and I, and I apologize, but they had a, one of those, um, uh, what is it called? Haunted mazes or something like that. And one of the people that was there, you know, in costume, he had a knife, a real bowie knife and he was like dragging it on the ground and stuff. And this little kid, he ac- the, the, the actor accidentally stabbed a small child in the foot with that Bowie knife. And I kind of, for whatever reason, I don't know why, I kind of, it made me think, like, wouldn't it just be kind of a coincidence that perhaps to start the season, the, the shedding of, a, of, of, a, of the blood of a young child to begin the season of this... You know, um, Halloween. This uh, I was just saying, because there's a lot of kids that go missing, and and there's people and animals that are sacrificed on Halloween just because we don't see them um, at a, in public. Doesn't mean it doesn't happen. There's people out there. There's witches, warlocks, and, and and pagans who, in private, in secret, commit these atrocities where they rape and kill children, where they drink their blood. And why are we, why is us Christians believing that? Well, I don't celebrate that. I just celebrate this part. I know if you, it's just like, if you partake in one part, you're going to partake the whole thing. You just can't pick and choose what you want. So, like I said, I'm not condemning anyone to hell. All I'm doing is sharing a warning. Don't get involved with this. Deny yourself, pick up your cross. And follow Christ. Deny yourself. Crucify the flesh onto the cross. And this is something that's fleshly. Crucify it. Crucify your desire and want to celebrate Halloween. I believe that God would be more pleased if you do that than to go participate in a man-made holiday a man-made tradition called Jesus Wing. I think it's blasphemous. I think it's disrespectful to our Lord, our God, Jesus Christ, to make up a Halloween using his name and taking some uh, pagan holiday and slap, uh, slapping the other part of the name to his holy name. I think it's insulting that Christians, people who create, who create, who call themselves Christians, would do such a thing. Oh, God, I pray, help us, Lord. I pray this message goes out to your people. I pray, God, that you would open the eyes of more believers and that more believers would reject Halloween and Jesus wean. And not only that, but expose it and to fight the good fight of faith. Now, we had to let people know, that, no, this is wrong. This isn't right. This is not right and there needs to be pastors that need to repent that, that, that have allowed for this to come into their church because they're greedy for money and they want more attendance instead of allowing God to bring, draw people in to himself. It's like, no, we're going to force it. We're going to force it with with food and festivities. And and we're not going to talk about sin. And we're not going to talk about repentance. Because nobody wants to hear about repenting. Nobody wants to hear about sin. Nobody wants to hear about hell. But I tell you what. If you belong to a church that never preaches on repentance or sin, run away. And find a church that does. Because we need to be reminded every day that there is a hell and there is a heaven and that there is an appointment for all of us one day to meet with God and we will be judged and the only thing that will matter is whether or not we believe in Christ or not but also a person who claims to be a Christ follower wants to live a life that honors and glorifies God therefore they will not participate or do things that will dishonor God Halloween, aka Jesus Ween, is something that dishonors God, that has nothing to do with the Bible. Therefore, believers need to run away from it, get away from it, and expose it. It's warn others. Warn others. If they don't if they don't take heed to the warning, that's on them. God will judge them accordingly, but God will judge you. And if you were faithful and let others know and warn them, you've done your part. You've done your thing. And and God will preserve those who are His. Now, right now, maybe so there's some people who still participate, Well, one day, perhaps that seed of truth will grow and then it will give forth life and give forth a a harvest. And perhaps somebody will stop celebrating Halloween and then they'll tell others and you'll save a soul save a family, save a community, save a city, save a whole nation. Believers shouldn't be celebrating any kind of tape or form of Halloween. But some might say, well, Brother Nico, it's also AKA World Evangelism Day. Well, every day is World Evangelism Day. Every day, Christians all over the world should be sharing the gospel or giving gifts. Even Jesus said that it's better to give than to receive. Every uh, there's there's no season uh, to just share the gospel and God's love to all mankind on one day. We're supposed to do that every single day of the year. Every single day of the year is Global Evangel uh, or World Evangelism Day. Every day we're supposed to share the gospel, and it's so much easy. It's so easy to do in this day and age. Click a like button. Click a share button. Share a YouTube video. Share a podcast. Um, share a scripture on your on your Facebook page. Share a scripture on your Instagram page. Share a scripture on Twitter. Um, comment and on, on things like I know I, for example I belong to some Christian groups on Facebook and people ask questions or people talk about certain things and. I just share what's what the Bible says. I know, for example, somebody said um, something to the to the to the to the effect of, you know, what 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 incense are you or are you giving to God? And I don't know if people took it seriously or not, but I put praise and worship because the Bible says that praise and worship is is like an incense, a sweet smelling aroma, and it even says that the prayer of the saints is a sweet smelling aroma to God. So. Not, not the other answers I saw. And I know people are just trying to be funny. Some people put, oh, well, my incense is tea or even some people put on there that they are gonna tobacco or weed. I'm like, well, that's, uh, I don't know if that's a, a sweet smelling aroma to God. I don't know. And uh, I know for some people it is. But anyway, uh, let's go ahead and pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I just pray uh, for your people that you would open their eyes and show them that we have nothing to do with Halloween or Jesus-ween. I pray God, that by your word, by your truth, by the conviction of the Holy Spirit, that you would show your people that they have no reason to be celebrating this false holiday, that we have nothing to do to celebrate death or fear but we're told all over the Bible to not fear but yet we're going to celebrate fear and death we've been delivered from death but yet we're going to celebrate it well God I pray show people that your people in particular Christians that Halloween is not something that should be celebrated by us that we should expose Lord the 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 evil workings of the devil and that even, you know, I pray for Christians who are deceived right now, that it, they think it's okay uh, to, to celebrate Jesus ween, or, you know, it's just, God, I just, oh, the level of deception is just so high, God, I would pray, God, that, that you would deliver your people from this lie. And I just pray, God, that this word would spread and that people would be convicted by your Holy Spirit. Like Lord, I've warned people that I am on the watchtower, and I have warned them, and and I've done my part. But I pray that Your Word, Your Your warning, that people would take heed to it, and that they and that they and that would and if they take heed to it and obey You, God, that they would save their very soul and and the soul of their families and their friends. And I pray for churches around the world and in, and in this country and, in, and even in my town who are involved with Jesus Ween or with Halloween or with Trunk and Treat. I pray, God, that, that you convict pastors and that, that that you would convict their hearts to not be involved with this, but to repent. And if they lose people in their church, well, so be it, because perhaps those people aren't really Christians. But real Christians will take heed to the warning and they will obey. And that's what I pray for. That's the fruit that I pray for, that people would obey you. And that, and not only that, but that God, that, that they would have Christ-like character. I pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.